Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Chrissy. And today we are discussing season 2, episode 11, the one with the lesbian wedding. Yeah, oh, we are. Oh, yeah. So I have a question. Ooh, right off the bat. Answers? Is Carol actually a lesbian or did they just not understand the verbiage potentially of a bisexual at that time? I love that question. Interesting. I don't know. I feel as if That's it probably wasn't the case. as widely accepted that it's there were like not. so many spectrums of gay or straight of sexual orientation. Yeah. Yeah. That like why are we assuming Carol's a lesbian? That is an amazing ad- observation. I want to give you a little round of applause. Thank you. Seriously, because I didn't even think about it, I and I feel like, ashamed of myself. Never, like, it, well, I mean, she could be. I don't know. Maybe yeah, she, she like be. realized and she's like, "No, I am a lesbian," and right. that's all fine and dandy. But, right. but is she? I feel like the chances are that yes, she is because she clearly was attracted to Ross, married him. You mean yeah, she's you bisexual? Yes. Oh, okay. Um. Unless she just told herself, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, blah, blah, blah. And like you said, realize later, no, I'm actually just attracted to women. But I think you're correct in saying the 90s and still even now, I mean. It's a little better now. Yeah, but bisexuals have it not easy because people think, just pick a side or you're more one than the other. And it's like, why can't I just be both? Yeah. So shout out to uh, all the bi's out there. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like Carol is bi. What do you think, Chrissy? I think she might be too because of the whole like um, little moment she had with Ross during that uh, Valentine's Day date where yeah. Susan had to leave. Yeah. And whatever for work and stuff, and like they hung out. But I mean, that could just be maybe just him because he was she was married and blah, blah, like I don't know. But I I feel like she might be. I feel it. Just thoughts to think. Yeah, I like. I like the uh, open door of the conversation. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. I was just like, why is this called lesbian wedding? Because it was a broader term, I guess. Or a narrow term. Well, it's a narrow term, but they treated it as a broader yes. term back in the 90s. is kind of what I was getting at. Yes. Katie got major farmer's tan today. I told I showed Sitting Chrissy. out in the sun. It's pretty bad. It's literally exactly where I pulled my sleeves up to, so that's cool. But, anyway. It looks really great. <laughs> shoot me with those discussions. <laughs> I shall do that. All right. Um, this, uh, what, are we, what are we doing? So, we're talking about discussion points from the previous episode that we just recorded, and that was the one with Russ. So, that was... Um, episode what was that 11 uh, 10. 10 unless i pardon didn't me, change 11 me. to 12 is it 12 I don't wait a minute wait wait i can tell you right now um it is yeah it's episode 11 Whew. so we're good so okay. yeah episode 10 of season two which is the one with russ is what we're talking about 
in this discussion, but um, someone just made a very broad point that this is such a freaky episode <laughs> because Ross and Russ just like look look alike so much and like they act uh, like weirdly similar that it's just like freaky. Which yeah, definitely agree on that one. Yeah. Um, it's just such a weird and, episode. <laughs> <laughs> like that storyline is just odd. Um, another one was, yeah, Ross was very weird and that they don't think Rachel noticed how similar Ross and Russ were. Cause I think we talked about that on the episode. Like, do you think that she did realize it? But I don't think she did either. She was very like taken back by the whole thing. Cause she was just like, uh, ew, ew gross. <laughs> right. just, like ruined it. For sure. Um... And then, I guess another comment that Monica shouldn't feel like she has to stay with Fun Bobby. Um, and she said it reminded her of Samantha from Sex and the City. Stays with her guy for a while just because he stayed with her through chemo. I never watched Sex and the City, so I don't know anything about it, to be honest. Me either. So, if anyone is, then, um, you know, that point reminded our listener of that. So, anyone who knows, maybe they feel it as well. But oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about Sex and the City. Same. And um, that we should do a, a Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Meg was like, no. <laughs> I can't. don't have time to breathe. Maybe like when we finish something else. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. So we always got new projects. Yeah. So maybe. Um, someone said, can anyone relate to Ross in this episode? Um, there was a girl who worked in a restaurant the next town over from me, and we used to get mistaken for each other. And when they finally met, I don't—they didn't think that they looked alike at all. <laughs> um, actually, no, I never really came to the point of like meeting someone that looked exactly like me. I mean, I've told I would look like a like a celebrity or something like that, but not no one like um, that you would come across or anything. So, no. How about, how about you guys? Back when we were in high school and we worked together, people thought that we looked alike, and I was like, we really don't yeah, like at all. like, nope. You think that we look alike because we both had short hair? Like, Yeah, like, come on. Get out of here. So, yeah, literally, our boss, one of our managers at the store that we worked at, which was like a grocery store, legitimately would get us confused, and I'm just like... What's your problem? <laughs> Are you serious? Why? Because we're, we're both women who have short hair? Yeah. Get out. Pretty much. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. I, I don't know. People. <laughs> I've um I've had a lot of people say, like, I thought I saw you. Like, oh, my God, I was so sure it was you. There was someone out there who looked just like you. Like, often. I don't know if it's just there's a whole army of short girls with short hair out there, but, you know. It's my yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was also some question about, um, did David Trimmer really play Russ? And a lot of people were like, yes, he did, yes. And it's very confusing because we talked about how the credits were not David Trimmer. It was not credited to him. Right. It was like, you know, Snaro. It was, you know, one of the writer's friends or something. Ha, ha, ha. It's like a joke. So everyone was like, oh, okay, like, thanks. That makes sense because... He looks so much like him, but the credits were very deceiving, which I totally agree. And I talked about it in the last episode. It's just dumb. 
they, <laughs> that they credit it that way. Like, it makes me mad. <laughs> it is kind of <sighs> dumb. <laughs> um, someone said the Ru- the Rust storyline is uh, Marcel levels of being uninteresting, <laughs> and it's a clear favorite so far for the Marcel Award. <laughs> <laughs> it's I a pretty that. weird storyline. It was like they they thought of this funny gimmick and they were like, "Yeah, let's do an episode about it." Yeah, we need another episode, so eh, let's throw that in the middle of the season. Yeah, for Not real, funny. that's totally what it sounded like. Um. Uh, oh, this is about Joey. Um, we all liked Joey's part in that episode. Um, he's kind of, basically they said that Joey was compromising himself to get a part, and um, it's just very much part of that industry. And um, you know, he that they agreed with Kate that they don't like that he stood his ground only to be to just change his mind because it made the situation seem like a bargaining chip in a sense. And not a stance he was actually taking. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we. I feel like a lot of the listeners and everything. Everybody kind of gets both sides. Like he needs to get the part. He wants to get the part. That's how the industry works. Unfortunately. Okay, fine, we get it. But then it's like, oh come on, man, stand your ground. Like, believe in yourself and do what you think is right. Ah, so it's really a catch twenty two in a way. Because like, what do you what do you do? Right. Yeah. I was poor Joey. I know I wanted him to stand his ground so bad. Yeah, and like I don't like the term like, and it's so hard. But I don't like the phrase like, "Well, that's just how it is," because like at one point in time, women can't vote. That's just how it is. Um, two women can't get married. That's just how it is. You know, like things change. So I think that is something important that should change if it really is still part of the industry. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and we have one more last one. Uh, it's kind of the same thing, but this person says for years, I thought Ross was a totally different person from David Schumer. <laughs> and I totally agree. I even commented back and I was like, I totally thought it was someone else. Cause I would always look for the credits and be like, who the fuck, like who the hell is Snarl? <laughs> like that, that must be like a, a celebrity or like a singer or like a, like Sting or something that like, you know, like I don't <laughs> right. know of or something like all right, but it it was so weird to me because I'm like, but they look so much alike. Like it looks like David Schumer in makeup. Like how'd they find so, this guy? Like wh- who is this person? I never googled them or anything. So, like so I didn't like test it or like really look into it ever. But yeah, totally agree there. I definitely didn't think it was David Schumer for the longest time. That's so, so weird. Funny. Uh, but anyway, that's all the the discussions we have today. Awesome. Yeah. You know what that means? What does it mean? It's time for the Friends Fast 15. I like that. Thanks. Good job. Did you practice that one? No. Pulled it out of my ass. Very impressed. Thanks. All right, you ready? Uh, no. <laughs> on your mark. Get set. Can I, hold on. Before nope. I say no. anything, I no. just want to say... That Monica in this episode reminded me so much of me. <laughs> it was scary, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> I cannot wait to discuss that. I want to hear what you have to say. All right, on your mark, get set, go. 
So Susan and Carol are getting married. Ross has trouble coming to terms with it, and then he is okay with it. We meet Rachel's mom, which I was like, oh my god, I called it. And then, um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 14.95. <laughs> yep. Nice. I know, right? Like, I Stop remember a part, and then I'm like, uh. Yeah. yeah. How funny, though. I was like, I wonder when we'll meet Rachel's parents. That'll happen sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that. That's pretty cool. <sighs> All right. Ready? No. Go. Uh, Chandler's going to be the last to get married. Uh, wedding. Ross walks. I can't remember her name down the aisle. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you always mess up those two names. I know. <laughs> Uh, Phoebe has an old lady insider. Oh, good. 14.2. Whew! I know. Is it... Hold on. Hold on. He walked Carol down the aisle. Yes. Yay! Yay! Okay. You are almost going to change it. You're I like... almost was. So good. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Seti, go go spaghetti. Mrs. Edelman dies, and we meet Mrs. Green, and uh, Joey smells the fart acting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, little Ben is really cute walking down the aisle. Done. <gasps> he nice. is thirteen point one. He is. He cute. is so cute. He's just like hey, hey. That little ducked out stroller. Oh my god. <laughs> I totally called whenever, like, at the end of Carol and, Carol and Ross's conversation at, at Monica's apartment, I was like, he's going to walk her down the aisle. I th- yeah, I thought that, too. And I was very, very happy to see that he did. Yeah, it was very sweet. I'm going to save this, but I have a hypothesis. Oh. But I'll save it. Ooh. I actually have one, right? Ooh. I'll forget it by the time we get there. Hope not. Fingers crossed. But, you know. Whatever. Write it down. Okay, I will. <laughs> She'll write it down while you give us that synopsis. That needs to be our new um, song Intro. going into <laughs> the, the synopsis. Okay, so um, we open in Ross's apartment. And Carol and Susan are picking up Ben. It looks like Ross was babysitting him. And they announced to Ross that they decided to get married and they would like him to come, but they understand if he doesn't want to or can't or whatever. So Ross is very kind of like taken back by it. He just doesn't really uh, like the thought at first. He's um, weirded out. Uh, but he's just like, okay, you know, thanks for telling me. Mary. So um, we go back into Monica's apartment. And everyone's sitting there, and they're all like, are you, you know, are you really thinking of not going? Like, what, you should go, you know, it's important, and whatever. And he was like, no, like, I'm not going. Like, she's my ex-wife. You know, like, if she was marrying a guy, no one would expect me to go. But, you know, and I don't understand why they have to get married anyway, and this and that. And, like, Monica is just, like, because they love each other, and they want to show that love to everyone that they love. And, you know, it's a big deal. And he was like, fine, marry. Oh, are you planning to talk? Yeah, I have a question. Oh, do you want to speak? Do you want to talk? No, No. I thought she was moving something with the computer, so I was like, la, la, la. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I was just going to say, like, do you really think that it wouldn't be expected for him to go even if it was to another man because of Ben? Like, I feel like Ben is the factor here that, like, makes them still have a relationship. So, like, even if it was another man in Carol's life, it's still Ben's mother getting married. You know what I mean? So, like, I almost feel like it's not... Like, they they don't have a bad relationship, even if it was a, a, a guy she was marrying. And I feel like they're kind of extending that to him because, like, they are co-parents together. So regardless of it, if Carol was co-parenting Ben with a man or a woman, I feel like she still would have asked him. I agree. I think that she would have asked him because of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have even a if she was with a man or a woman like I think that doesn't necessarily matter but like if they had a relationship that was kind of like wasn't as strong maybe or like since like they had a bad divorce or something yeah like then maybe it Their wouldn't be as appropriate different. yeah yeah but like I, I just think it's you know, because of their close relationship, they still have that. Like, you can see it. You know, Ross and Carol are still, like, they still care about each other. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I like it. Good, good point, though. Good point. I like that. All right. So, we, da, 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 wherever. oh, so Carol ends up calling Monica and she tells her that the, her caterer has had a bad accident and won't be able to cater the wedding and would she like to do it? So Monica's very excited. She needs the money. She, you know, wants the catering job. So she accepts and, you know, is really excited to do a wedding. Uh, in the meantime, we have a lot of things going on. Um, Rachel gets a visit from her mom and she's like nervous, kind of excited to see her. And she wants to show her her life and where she works and in her apartment and everything. So we do get to meet Monica's, or Monica, blah, blah, blah. we get to meet Rachel's mom. Blah, blah, blah. And she's really, <laughs> <laughs> she's very twirly and like someone that I think I could see Rachel's mom being. Yeah. Because yeah. she's really like, oh my God, like, I love this life and just the girls. Yeah. And she's just, I don't know, like airheady almost, like ditzy kind of like Rachel is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and she kind of gives the news that she decided that she wants to divorce her father. And so Rachel is just like, what? Like, she's very taken back by it and has a hard time accepting that. Um, so she tells her that the reason she's doing it is because, you know, she sees the life that she could have had. And she sees it now because of her daughter doing it. And, um, you know, that's the, what a life that she would like. So Rachel's like, what, you know what do you want from me in this? Like, this is crazy, you know, yada, yada. But um, her mom makes an interesting point. She just says, like, you know, you didn't marry your Barry, but I married mine. And that really sets in with Rachel that, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, I get what you're saying, mom. And she kind of calms down after that. Um, The third storyline in this episode, I feel like there is so much going on. There is. Um, As always, I feel like, though. Um, so Phoebe is a masseuse, we all know that, and she had a client uh, pass away on her table during her massage. And apparently she was a, uh, an older lady, Mrs. Edelman, and so she dies on the table. So she thinks what happens was when she died, her spirit went into Phoebe. So every so often you hear like an older lady voice come out of Phoebe, and it's just funny, like, sit up! And like, you want a butterscotch? <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> you're gonna regret like, it really later. Weird. 
(laughs) (laughs) And all the friends are just like, like they support her, yet they find it annoying and they just like don't really get it yet. They're like, okay, fine. Like we're your friends, so fine. Anyone else would be like, what the hell? I think, um, I think something is wrong. Like, whatever. Anyway. So, um, in the meantime, Monica is freaking out about having to cater this giant meal. So she's told everyone that she didn't need any help and got in my kitchen. But it turns out that she is losing her mind. So, um, everyone ends up helping her and just, like, going crazy. She's like, we have 12 hours to get this done. She's just, like, freaking out with everybody and, um... It's just crazy. Sir, yes, even sir. Ross is- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross even like comes in to help because she like threatens him that he's gonna she's gonna make pigs in Ross instead of pigs in the blanket. <laughs> so That's such even a Ross sibling threat. Help. <laughs> yeah, pigs in Ross. <laughs> <laughs> so why they're all in crazy mode, um, they get a surprise visit from Carol at the apartment and she's really sad. And uh, whatnot, and Ross is like, "Hey, what's wrong? Uh, what's going on?" And she's like, "Oh, you know, like my parents don't accept that uh, Susan and I are going to get married, and they said they're not going to come, and it really bums her out because it's her family, you know, and um, that's a really big deal." Um, but so they have a discussion with Susan, and Susan basically says, "You know, we're not doing this for your family; we're doing this for me, you and I." And you know, if you're taking it that to heart, maybe we shouldn't get married. And they kind of have a fight about it. And they thought that maybe they should call off the wedding. So Ross has like a pep talk with Carol and like, you know, I hate to say it, but Susan is right. You know, like if they can't accept it to hell with them and this is about you and your day. And if you're happy and you love her, then this is what you have to do. And she's like, you're right. You're right. Of course you're right. Uh, wedding's back on. Like, let's do this. So Monica loses like two minutes because <laughs> she hears that like the wedding may be off. So she's like, get back. Get back to work. <laughs> Peel, chop, devil, move it. <laughs> and it's just so great. <laughs> so um, next scene me is at the at the wedding, and um, it's a really cute, um, like simple but very nice wedding. Um, Susan walks in. Actually, Ben walks in while he's being. Um, pushed in a stroller by Aunt Monica. Uh, And then Susan is walking in, and then Carol walks in with um, Ross. Ross ends up walking her down the aisle, which is really sweet. And they end up having a ceremony, and Phoebe uh, is just, like, still Mrs. Edelman slash Phoebe. And she ends up talking to the Mrs. Edelman's husband, and he says, well, the only unfinished business I can think of is that she said that she wanted to see everything before she died. So she's been, like, throughout the episode, she, like, took her sightseeing and a lot of different places just to, like, get rid of the spirit. But once the um, wedding happens, she's just like, wow, now I've seen everything. Whoa. And she, like, blurts it out. And then, like, the spirit leaves her. And she's like, she's gone. Wow. Great. Okay, continue. Get, you know, carry on. <laughs> you, can, you can get married now. Carry on, carry on. And so, like, they end up getting married, and that's that's that. Um, during the reception, uh, it's a really sweet thing that happens. Uh, Susan asks Ross to dance with her, and he's reluctant at first, but then does it anyway. And then they, they both have a big smile on their face while they're dancing together. And you can see Carol in the background oh, watching them. My heart. And, like, had, I know. That's why it's, like, my favorite episode 
Okay. And you can see them having a moment and Carol watching the moment. And she kind of, it looks like like a weight is lifted off of her because it's a really quick uh, scene though. But you can see that it's just like finally a closure to that. But you can get into that later. Anyway, so the last part of the episode um, is that Chandler's trying to ask out this woman. But he's like, penis meanest for all people. <laughs> and she just ignores him completely and just like walks away. And then Phoebe gets uh, asked out for, buy it for, for a drink. And she's like oblivious to it. And she's like, yeah, sure, I'll get a drink, thanks. And Rachel's mom like... You know, dances with a large woman and gets phone numbers, and it's just crazy. Um, and that's the end of that scene. And the very last scene, the group is um, in Monica's apartment, and they're discussing who's going to get married first and last. And it comes up that um, Chandler's going to be getting married last because he can't commit to anything. So they're like, well, what about Ben? And they're like, yeah, 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 Ben's in this too. Yeah, sure. And he's like, yeah, huh, uh-huh. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Can I just say that I kind of feel like Joey would be the last one to get married? I agree. I agree. I mean, like, I get Chandler's commitment issues, but, like, he's can just Joey a, settle down? He's just a little bit of a fixer-upper. Right. Just a bit of a fixer-upper. He's got a couple of bugs. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I agree with you, Mike. <laughs> he's got a couple of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, really? They're all looking at Chandler? I would have looked at Joey. But I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. We'll find out. So, okay, so this is just kind of a fun thing for me and you. Who do you think will be the first out of them to get married? After Ross and Phoebe. I'm just kidding. Like, (laughs) now? like, Like, now? Yeah, like, as of right now, who do you believe will get married first? (laughs) <laughs> that's a good question do you have an answer I don't know I'm gonna just say no I don't know poop <laughs> first I'm gonna I guess say I'm gonna s- well I don't Ugh! I'm gonna say Chandler because like how funny would that be if he ends up being the first out of all of them to get married again that would be funny I was going to say Rachel, but yeah, I'll just say Rachel and Ross. You want to say Rachel I think and they're Ross? the first. I feel like their relationship is going to be like up and down for forever. I don't know why. Yeah. I just have this feeling where it's going to be like all over the place for forever. I just don't know, man. I feel like that has holes in it. But I feel I'm like it's go the obvious it. choice, which is why I don't want to pick it. Well, excuse me. I guess I'm just obvious. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so who do you think will be the last? The last to get married? Yeah. Joey. I was gonna say Joey or Phoebe. Yeah, it's one of them, but I'll go Joey. I'll go Phoebe, just okay. to be different. Okay. You be you, babe. Yeah. I guess that was kind of hypothesis, but I thought that it was a fun thing to do. I like it. Mm-hmm. 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 Our schedule is flexible. We can move these pieces around wherever we want. <laughs> Uh, yeah. (laughs) So let's do characters, then. Yes, let's. Uh, we got... I guess we could do the supporting cast first. So we have Sandra Green, which is, um, Rachel's mom. She's played by Marlo Thomas. We could talk about her first. Is she, like, a famous actress? Is that why people clapped for her? 
Yeah, you know, um, you probably know her from the St. Jude lady, uh, the commercials, where she's like, just follow the magnifying glass. Uh, um, I don't know if you remember, like, she does commercials for St. Jude, like, uh, even now. Yeah, I've seen, yep, yeah, I've But she's, her. she's an, yeah, she's an actress as well, obviously, but she, um, that's what I feel like she's known for now. Got it. Um, but, yeah. She, um... I liked her. I liked her. I thought that it was really sweet that she was kind of like, it almost like was a flip-flop as to what you would have expected from yes. Rachel's yes. parents. Because you would expect, based on just like surface level what we knew, I would have expected her parents to look down on her lifestyle. So the fact that her mom was like, oh my god, this, this is, is great. so fun. Like, I think I want it. I like that. I'll be doing what you're doing, but with money. But with money. <laughs> Rachel's probably like, uh, can you throw some money then? <laughs> right. No kidding. Yeah, yeah no, but I, I, I like that. that too. It, t- it catches you off guard when you th- when that happened. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I liked it. At first I was wary because her mom comes in and she's like, oh, this is where you work. Is it a living room or a restaurant? Who knows? <laughs> and then she's like, look at my girl over there in the apron. But like then after the episode went on more, I was like, no, she was genuine about that. Like she yeah. really is excited to see Rachel being this young working woman bringing herself up into the world because mm-hmm. she didn't get that chance. Yeah. And didn't realize that was what she could have wanted, wanted or done. Yeah. So, yeah, at first I was like, is she being fake? But then I was like, no, she's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because she, like, says it. Like, I, I went to, from my, um, you know, my father's house to the sorority house to my husband's house. And, like, she didn't have, do anything on her own. You know, she was um, what Rachel would have been if she got married to Barry. And, right. Um, but, like, i kind of glad that you see it like that because you're like, oh, that, that must be where Rachel gets part of that from then. Like, she is a go-getter, and it looks like her mom was that same way, or, like, could have been that same way. And it's clear that her dad is just, like, that, like, daddy, like, that type of right. like, father that like gives them whatever they want and whatever, whatever. Like that so dude it's, from Willy Wonka? Oh, my God. Uh, he's so awful. I don't know who... Actually, yes, I do know who is worse. He is, because he uh, allows that behavior. Just saying. Agreed. <laughs> like, my yeah. cats are being crazy. They're just like running around and being weird. Sad I can't hear. If it. you guys could, I can't. Oh, okay. I thought that's why I, th- I thought you guys would be able to. That's why I brought it up. But anyway, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Who else? We got? Um, we have Carol and Susan. Um, I know we've talked about them many times before, but in quite the different way. I'm excited that they decided to take the next step together. Yeah, I mean, they were clearly serious. Right, not saying marriage needs to be the end all for everybody, that's absolutely not true, but I was excited to see it. Yeah, and I, can I just say that their outfits were pretty hideous? (sighs) They were not great at all. I actually thought about that many times while watching this episode, like, I just don't, they're, they're, yeah, their outfits just, uh, yeah, they're no good. Uh, Nope. Susan, and I trench mean, coat? What are you yeah, doing? Like, I'm not expecting them to have, like, you know, these extravagant wedding dresses. Like, it's fine that they're non-traditional. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just so 
so blah. Yeah. And brown. Tan. Yeah, they're very brown. Like, and they're and like the big matching, hats and but stuff. It's, yeah. Like the hat was cute for Carol. Carol's hat was, cute. hat was cuter than Her, Susan's. Carol's outfit was cuter. Yes. But Definitely. Then, but I then agree. it was almost like. Susan, are they trying to give her more of a gender bender identity without pushing it too far Maybe. for the times? Like, throw her in a suit or put her in a dress too. Like, who cares? Yeah, but like, because she was in like a a feminine sort of thing. Because she did have the skirt, yeah, right, and whatever. But she had like a bigger jacket with like giant buttons and like a. I don't know. It was very strange. And like, they both had flowers, which is great. Yeah. Or whatever, but, like... I didn't know how to take it. it. I don't know. I definitely liked Carol's more. I, I But do, I, didn't, I didn't like either one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of wonder if it, it was them towing the line because the guests were very stereotyped. They were. So it was like, well, we can't do that with the main cast, so we're going to have it be the supporting cast just because, like, this is the 90s and it might not be as accepted. So, like, the guests are going to be stereotypes. Which I wasn't necessarily a fan of. It's like, just because you're attending a lesbian wedding doesn't mean you're going to be surrounded by lesbians. Preach. Yeah, right? they did that a little bit too far. Like, too it much. It was too much. Like, how how Rachel's mom was like, I like, three women or what? It was like, multiple women were talking to her and then Phoebe got hit on and... I, it left a sour yeah. taste in my mouth, if I'm being honest, with, like, how the guests were handled. But... Right. Because, like, think about, like, mine and your wedding. Right. There was queer people there, but there was also a lot of Not straight people Not only that, there. but can we talk about how queer people are going to act just like uh, other people at a wedding? And... They're not going to just, like, be walking around hitting on you because everybody uh, associates being queer to being obsessed with sex for some yep. reason. And I don't understand that at all. But that is just, like, a whole other soapbox that I could talk about. <laughs> but, like... Just let it be their friends and family, period. Like, it doesn't have to be 50 lesbians. Right, like, our, our wedding... They could have that many friends, but, right. like, it. I don't know. It was just over the top for me. Our wedding wasn't <laughs> all these feminine men and all these short-cropped-haired women. Right! It's total stereotype. <laughs> it really was. I know. Like, I don't know. And it's funny because the guests were extremely stereotyped, but look at Carol and Susan. Yeah. Neither of them are stereotyped lesbians. Right. And the way that they dress and the way that they look, they no, are no, just they women because that is all a lesbian is, is a woman. Right. And it's like, why can't you just, you know, like have somebody that looks like Rachel walk up to Phoebe and be a lesbian? Right. Not that there's anything yeah, they were, wrong. They were very... With, it was just too they much. They were very butchy stereotype. Like, that sounds mean to say, but, like, no, they totally. all had that butchy... But it was very pushed. Like, costuming yeah. and everything. Even yeah. the woman that was with um, Chandler... Not with Chandler, but Chandler was trying to... Like, like hit on her. Hit on or whatever. Yeah. Like, her outfit was oversized, yeah. big shoulder pads, which, like, I know shoulder pads were a thing, but, like, they were way way like up here she's like a football player right and like her and like the sleeves were like cut to like like a weird it wasn't like three quarters it was like lower than that but it wasn't like long sleeve 
And it was just a very unflattering outfit. And it was like, why just why do they have to be dressed yeah. in such a drag, like no right. no um figured outfit? It just looked like a They were just box, trying like too a... hard. Yeah. They were trying too hard to fit these people into a stereotype when it's like, sure, there could be I mean, like, yeah, like, a person just looks like a person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Thank you. If there's somebody who went in drag, that's fantastic. Let Great. them be somebody who went in drag. But, like, that's not going to be everybody. everybody. Right. People come in all so. shapes and sizes. Right. And they were just being a little too stereotype- stereotypical, basically. Agreed. Agreed. They were They were going in the right direction, so I will pr- I will applaud them for that. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think they did that for a reason, obviously. Like, especially then. Like, they were, they were obviously, like, you know, trying to put a something out there. And, for like, in the world. Like, clearly with this episode. They were trying something a little bit, you know, at that time frame. So, like, right. I get it that they were trying to, like, what, what message they were trying to do or something. And maybe that was supposed to help that. But, like, now looking back, it was just too much. Like, it wasn't necessary to to do that i appreciate it though like i appreciate the episode and everything about it like great but they did it a little bit too much yeah i agree no hard feelings but anyway (laughs) (laughs) um well we have mr edelman oh my god (laughs) he is played by phil leeds he is really a cute old man (laughs) (laughs) who like tries to tell phoebe what you know about his wife and everything but um it's really cute and you kind of see it into a older person's life in a way because she's like oh thanks for meeting me and he was like oh yeah not at all you just cut into my lovely day of sitting and it's like oh like (laughs) poor guy (laughs) oh would you like to sit here oh no i spend most of the morning trying to get up (laughs) <laughs> Me too, <laughs> actually, buddy. <laughs> but, That's funny. Um, At least lately. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. And he like tried to be like, um, you know, she also said she wanted to sleep with me one last time. Like he tried to like <laughs> Phoebe, she's like, I'm sorry, there's laughing in my head. It <laughs> <laughs> was it Chandler and he's like, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like worth a shot. <sighs> so good. Uh, but yeah, he was a cute, cute old man. Um, who else do we have? Um, I guess that's pretty much it, unless we want to talk about the six specifically. Uh, we can talk about Ross. I mean, he kind of grew up a little bit here, Ross briefly. I feel like stepped up, man. I feel this I episode. I really liked him in this episode. Yeah, this episode I feel should be the Ross appreciation episode because. You know he loves Carol. Like, I I mean, you're gonna, if you're in a relationship with somebody, there's a part of you that's going to care for them for the rest of your days. Just because you have a history with them, right? So, you know it's hard for him, and we've already seen many other times where these situations are hard for him. But for him to, like, sit her down after, like, he's like, I'm not going, you know, like, whatever, it's too painful for me, or whatever he's thinking, sit her down and be like... This is about you and your and Susan's day. Screw them. You do you. This is about who you love. And, like, he acknowledges that, I think, maybe for the first time. To say, like, do you love her? Great. 
go for it. That was so cool. Yeah. And then to be like, like you can really Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say you can really see where his values and morals are when he says that's those things. And he's like legit like really believes those things yes. he says. Like he's like, you know, it's really nice to see. Yeah. And then to go as far as to step up and be like, your parents aren't going to be there for you, I'll give you away. Yeah. And I think that was kind of really symbolic, too, because they've been having this struggle. And maybe and then, this is Ross letting go. Mm-hmm, because then that even shows further when um, him and Susan dance and you see Carol in the background. Again, like Chrissy said, it's almost like this huge weight is lifted. Maybe this is what Ross needed to be able to really give all his attention to Rachel. Mm-hmm. That could be too. Well, you see, he, he even says to Monica, like, Monica, like, when they're dancing and, like, getting pictures taken and stuff, um, Monica's like, would you look at them? Like, look, you know, wow. And he's like, yeah, I know, I can't help. But, like, he's like, yep. they look so happy. Like, they deserve, both of them deserve to be happy. Like, she is, like, Carol especially. I'll always have a soft, like, soft spot for her. I'll always care about her. I'll probably always love her. But, like, look how happy she is. And that's what I want for her. And it's, like, t- tremendous growth from, from season one, Ross. Oh, yeah. yeah Easy. For sure. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, who else? I mean, there's Rachel. We kind of touched on her already. But, um, like, with her mom coming and stuff. Um, yeah, she tried to, like... I like, I, like I mentioned it before, I like what her mom said, like, you married, you didn't get to marry your Barry, but I married mine. So, like, yeah. that, like, really helped Rachel understand where she was coming from and just kind of shut up and let her, you know, understand, like, okay, mom, like, I get you, which is cool. It, I think it's really sweet that her mom felt like she could confide in Rachel about this. Yeah. Like, I, agree. I obviously... I I think that there comes a point in your life whenever your mom switches from just being your mom to being a mom and a best friend. And, like, to see Rachel have that same relationship, whereas, like, sure, there's moments where, like, you wish sometimes your mom didn't treat you like her best friend, but you're also grateful that she treats you like her best friend. You know what I mean? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm glad that you trust me this much, but, like, can we not talk about that? Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's just a sweet moment. As, like, as hard as it is for Rachel to comprehend that moment, I think it, it was a sweet moment to see her mom trust her enough and feel comfortable enough to come to Rachel with something like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure, definitely. I agree. And I think it um, might help Rachel grow up a little bit and appreciate more of what she has because sometimes I feel like Rachel can think about like what could be because she's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, like life could be easier if I just married Barry. But at the end of the day, like now look at, you know, however many years down the road where her mom is at and be like, wow, maybe I did make the right decision. And um, maybe I do need to appreciate Ross and what he wants to give me 
and I get this and I get love. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it could be like a growth moment for Rachel as well. Yeah, her mom said a lot of really profound things. Like, you know, when you're driving on the highway and you get home and you have no memory of driving? Yeah. She's like, that's what my life has felt like. And I can't imagine that. That's crazy because I've definitely done that driving. It's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I think she had a lot of really good things to say that I hope Rachel and I think will, heart. yeah, impact Rachel's life. Yeah, I agree. I hope that's, that stays. Well, you know, don't you? I might. <laughs> <laughs> I might. She's never seen this before. Yeah, I, know, I don't know. First time, first time. Um, I mean... We- there's not too much. I don't know. I'm trying to think who else we can discuss Monica. with anybody. Yeah, Monica. She um isn't like a crazy mode because she wants to get that the job, and then when she does get it, it's like even more crazy mode because she has so much to do. <laughs> so um, I liked her being really passionate about cooking and stuff. I, I liked seeing that. Is that where you saw She's yourself? Definitely her personality. Yeah, for sure. Um, I saw myself in a lot of things that Monica did. I'm so really curious to know. She is, yes, incredibly passionate about her cooking. She For took on more than she know, can handle. Meg is a very passionate human being. And ambitious. And ambitious. She took on more than she could handle on her own. It took her a lot to ask for help. And then when she did, she was like a drill sergeant. And if you weren't (laughs) listening, she got pissed at you. (laughs) And stress causes me to get angry like it was causing Monica to get angry. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. And then, like, losing time and being like, I can't believe I lost time over this. And we're back to normal. And let's go, let's go. (laughs) It was literally, like, me to a T. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe this is the episode people thought about whenever they were like, yeah, Megan is like Monica. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see it. I can totally see it. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She just took on more than she could actually handle and felt like she could handle it and then still tried to do it all on her own for as long as possible before caving and then literally just like being drill sergeant. The leader of the band. Yep. That's you, babe. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, I mean, Phoebe is interesting in this one. I mean, oh I don't particularly, like, agree or, like, think those things are true. Maybe I, I know I don't really know anything, but, like, spirits and stuff like that, like, I don't really believe in very much. It's just not my thing. Um, so, like, I thought... That part was a little bit out there, in my opinion, but, like, it was funny. Like, it definitely makes you laugh, and I would probably be one of the friends that are just like, okay, like, I'm only, um, like, I'm just going to support you. Like, even, like, Phoebe says to Mr. Adelman, like, you don't have to believe me, but, like, you can, like, just answer my questions and whatever, whatever. So, like, I would probably would be that, like, okay, I don't necessarily think it's true but okay like fine i'll (laughs) I'll go along with it i'll go along with it and help you out if i can't help you out or whatever (laughs) but that's i don't know my opinion who knows could it actually totally be real i really don't know but mm -hmm. do you believe in spirits i do do i know that do i think that it could happen like it happened here 
I don't know. I'm not going to say that it can or can't. I have no idea. I do believe in spirits in general. But even that aside, I thought that this storyline was hilarious. It was really funny. I also believe in spirits, but, like, I don't know if I have enough of an opinion to, like, have an opinion on how they work. Right. But, like, I thought it was hilarious. I I think the spirit thing of, like, going in someone else's body, that part, I'm like, yeah, I don't don't (laughs) think that exists. But, like, spirit in general, like, could there be someone watching over me and that kind of thing? Like, that could be. Like, I, I think that that may be more could be more of a thing than like someone's spirit going into someone else and them like actively talking like <laughs> that's <laughs> right. like i, I, I don't right. know about that <laughs> right it was just like so phoebe though like if that stuff is real in that exact sense it would happen to phoebe yeah and like she just did so good shout out to i can't remember her name what's her name Lisa yes shout out to her because she did some phenomenal acting it reminded me of Sarah's Florence very much. Oh my gosh, yes. Shout um, out to Sarah O'Malley. But it was just, like, extra hilarious because, like, a butterscotch, like, that's what an old lady would do. It came, like, at the perfect moment. It didn't the feel crinkling. like... Yes. It didn't feel, like, wedged into any part. Like, it just flowed really nice, I thought. And it made me laugh every time. Yeah. And yeah, the butterscotch thing, like, is literally... An old like, old person would totally do that at like, the most inappropriate time. Like, you look at them like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, sorry. Like, my mom will, like, she's not an elderly by any means. But, like, she's starting to do that stuff now where, like, she'll, like, I don't know. Like, her phone will ring, but she doesn't know how to, like, turn off, like, the sound. So she'll <laughs> just let it go. And I'm like, mom, like, shh. And she's like, it's fine. And I'm like, turn it off. And she's like, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to mess with it. No, no. And I'm like, ugh, like, okay. So, like, I don't know. It's just, uh, like, okay. Like, stuff like that, I find it yeah. funny. That totally would happen. Like, anybody butterscotch? It's like, we're not, that's not, uh, uh, god dang. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. eat butterscotch right now. <laughs> Made me really I want like, a Werther's. Oh, I love they're Werther's. They're so good. It's kind of like a you know, little kid, like older people turn into little kids, and that's like the beginning of it, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> eating Werther's. No, <laughs> acting just like that. Yeah. No, I know. Candy. I know. Inappropriate things at inappropriate times, and nobody's going to say anything to you because you're just old. Man, I can't wait till that happens. Like, that's we're all going to be like, I want to do this. Yep. Like, Ugh, Grandma, you can't say that. Fuck off. <laughs> Okay. That's the kind of old person I want to be, for sure. <laughs> but, anyways. Yeah. I think that's everybody, though. Yeah. Pretty much. Made a lot. Lots, lots. Um, where's Thoughts my and iPad? rankings? Right here. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first on the thoughts? You want me to? Sure. Okay. Um, I thought that this was a, I thought this was a good episode. I, I think that I've liked others in this season better, but I loved Ross's growth in this episode. I loved Rachel's growth in this episode. I loved Rachel's mom. There were a lot of like really great parts. Parts of the episode to me felt kind of like disjointed. 
it's like the the storylines didn't like mesh as well as I wanted them to. Like Rachel's storyline felt weird with like the wedding. I don't know. I liked it, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it had all these problems, but no, I liked not problems. It. I'm but just it was just kidding. like I felt like Rachel's storyline and Phoebe's storyline felt so random with the wedding storyline, yet the title of the episode was The Wedding. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I anyway. Boy, you just because, it. like, the other episodes where we meet their parents, that tends to be the focus. Whereas, like, this one was almost, like, a secondary, and I wanted it to be the focus when we met Rachel's parents. I think maybe that's why... It was weird that Rachel's mom got invited to the wedding. That seemed so random, right? What was she doing there? Yeah, I thought about that, too. Like, I was watching, and I'm like, wait, that's weird. But then I was like, okay, well, maybe they asked Carol if it would be okay because she, like, happened to stop by and she doesn't know where to go. Like, maybe Carol was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, no big deal. (laughs) Right. Or whatever. But, like, I wouldn't be comfortable asking, though. Mm-mm. I don't know. I Like, especially with someone I don't really know that well. Like, Rachel doesn't know Carol that well. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Um, but, but hey, she, Carol's nice. I'll go with it. She is. Um, I'm going to give it like a... Six point eight seven five. Wow. Nice. Why can't I? It's so funny because I feel like me and Meg are watching this show through like two different lenses. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's like that's what is part of what's so great about this pod. But like, I thought this episode was super great. <laughs> and like when Meg is like, I feel like the storylines didn't connect. For me, I felt like it was okay. I can understand the Phoebe one connected okay because like there were moments where it was like funny and it integrated with the storyline. But like, I guess it was just the Rachel and her mom one. Like, I wanted that to be more of a focus this episode than it was. All right. Because I felt like it was really good moments, yet it was outshined by the fact that the episode is called The One with the Lesbian Wedding, but I feel like Rachel's mom deserved an episode all about her. You know what I mean? I get it. It just didn't bother me. But I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. And I... 6.875 is by no means bad. No, I know. I know. I think it was a great episode. But it's just not, like, in I'm my not top I'm dogging top. you. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, just saying are. it's funny how we have two totally different opinions on it. Um, I'm going to give it a one. Okay, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it had super funny parts, as always. Um, I loved the Phoebe tag or tagline storyline. I loved the wedding storyline. Um, I do want to shout out that they, like, preach that love is love because that's pretty huge for the 90s um especially when you have a main character all the main characters support them but especially like one main character ross who super supports them even when it's like it was very hard for him but i think he's finally come to terms with it um uh like i said before ross talking to carol about how it's their day that was awesome and, Meg, I just want to say thank God for you, because if I was dating, trying to date, I'd be totally a Chandler. <laughs> Penis schmenis, like, Chandler, no wonder you're not with anybody. 
<laughs> I would be Penis lost. Meanish. Yeah. Thank God. We're like, all people. Right. Thank God we met so early in life and I don't have to deal with that now. I just found it weird that he found her attractive. I'm sorry. But maybe like, he's I just a didn't... little... Uh, maybe he don't, just don't care. Maybe he point. likes the ambiguous look. Yeah. I mean, maybe he does. That mm-hmm. could be. I thought she was very pretty. She's Without quick. that ridiculous outfit. She needed <laughs> I'm sorry, but her face. Ruined it. She needed her different face. shoulder pads. No shoulder pads. Get them out of yeah. here. 90s I mean, need her, to yeah, die. You're right. You're right. Her, her face was pretty. I'll give her that. I liked her like, Definitely. Her face was a nice, pretty, it was pretty face. But like, that outfit, outfit yeah. was just so terrible. Yeah. It was just... I can't even get over it. I can't. Like, it was awful. I, bleh, bleh, bleh. But anyway... That's not the point, I guess. <laughs> but like, we're not talking as... costumes. Yeah, we are. That's we're talking everything. <laughs> um, character growth for me just like really struck a chord in a in the best way. So I gotta give it like a nine point two three five. Very nice. Um, well, as a lot of my listeners, my that's not cool. A lot of our <laughs> listeners know. That... <laughs> Alright, I'm just gonna step out. Okay, bye. Yeah, we're good. So you guys must leave now. Thanks. What? Uh, Yeah, the listeners know that this one is my one of my favorites in season two. I really enjoy it. I like this one a lot. Um, There's a lot of storylines in here. We kind of talked about that already, but I feel like they weren't forced either. I didn't find that it it didn't bother me with them at all. It was kind of cool. And we definitely see difference, like something we wouldn't expect from Monica or uh, from Rachel's mom. We wouldn't expect her to be so supportive and wanting to change her life and all that. We kind of pictured her mom to be like, you know, uh, you know, the ritzy, ditzy type person. And yeah. I don't know. It just was definitely took you, took you off guard with that. So that was cool. Uh, I liked the lesbian wedding. I really love Carol, and I like Susan too, but I really just love Carol and how, you know, Ross and Carol together, when they do have their moments, they're so sweet and, like, so kind to each other that I really like seeing their relationship. And, um, and yeah, for, like, LGBTQ, the that's really fun to, to watch from, like, back then. It's fun to see how, you know, they tried to throw it out there and like the networks and everything was like yeah we're gonna do this and to hell with ratings or whatever 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 so it's cool um but yeah i like this one it's my faves so hmm i'm gonna give it a 9.345 wow we were close <laughs> the four five i don't even know why i was just like it just came out so that makes it, oops, that makes it nowhere on my list. Sorry, guys. Neither list, Rude. liked or disliked. It's just in the middle. It is Katie's fourth favorite episode and Chrissy's first favorite episode. Hey! Perfect. Which makes it our overall sixth favorite episode. Very nice. 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 Yeah, I um, I also liked seeing... I, it was my favorite part of the episode was when Susan and Ross dance. That's, like, my favorite thing. 
I like I that it. scene. It was very sweet. Like, inside, I was like, oh. Yeah, I really enjoyed that yeah. storyline. <laughs> Ross's growth was just so good in this episode. It was like, it really no was. part of me was like, like, I do, I do, I like them all, you know, for their own, yeah. like, yes, I like them all, and I don't like them all for all different reasons, you know what I mean? I just am so curious, guy. I just, like, I, I am so curious as to why people dislike Ross so much. I know that I'll find out, but I just, like, want to know, because I love him, and it makes me sad that so many people hate him, because it makes me worried that I'm going to hate him, right, and I don't like, want to hate him, because I love him right now. Right now, I'm just, like... On the appreciation train for yeah. Ross, you know? Yeah, for sure. I don't hate any of them. So, that helps And Chrissy them. is, like, she's, like, the expert. I know, it's just, like, he has, like, a hate club. I know. I mean, I, I get why people don't like him or hate him. Like, I, I get it. But, um, like, there's, a, like, there's like a legit reason. I can, go, I can give you that. But, like, that's as far as I can go. But no, I don't. I don't hate him. I don't hate any of the characters. Christy's not. And you'll a understand hater. why. No. No, no stop. On the last. But like, yeah, you under, you understand like what happens, and like he does have his. Nah, I won't even say that. Like reasons or whatever. So like you can get it, but I. I mean, yeah. Anyway, let's move on before I say something. Okay. <laughs> oh, facts. So. Give me them facts, girl. All right, we have so many because of this episode was such a big deal. Um, this one, this particular fact is actually not on my sheet, but I did read it beforehand. And um, they have a bunch of extra workers in a call center or something to take like the backlash for this episode. Like they thought they were going to get a bunch of complaints and um, all that stuff from the network and just people in general complaining about the episode. Um, so they hired a lot of extra people to take those calls and it turned out that they didn't get that many at all, actually. So I thought that fact was really cool that they, you know, like we're going to get a lot of shit for this episode. And yeah, it turned out that they get, they got, they definitely got a few, of course, you know, whatever, but they did not get as many as they thought they would at all. So I thought that was a really cool fact, especially in 1996. I like that because sometimes I really, really, really need to be reminded that I can still have faith in humanity. Because sometimes you just, like, you'll see something on the news, like, ugh, don't watch the news, it's terrible. Or you'll read something online and you're just like, what's wrong with people? But then you'll hear something like this and you're like, you need to, like, reset your mind and be like, not everyone is a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, cool cool people exist. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anyway, this episode, I always do that. Why do I keep doing that? What do you do? Okay, anyway. Okay. You know, like I'm trying to like scroll through my iPad and like I have my markup. So like oh, I just did yeah, a yeah. big slash of red through my my notes. Anyway. Wow, um, you're old. So. <laughs> just kidding. So this episode. <laughs> I still have a few months. <laughs> I know. I've Happy birthday shout out to me. <laughs> I've been 30 for a whole day and let me tell you. Sucks. Oh my god. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> uh. Uh. Anyways. Um, so this episode is the 11th episode of uh, the second season which we talked about. It aired on January 18th, 1996. 
Um, it was written by Dottie Abrams, and it was directed by Thomas Schlam. Schlam. <laughs> Schlam. Uh, anyway, so um, as a result of its portrayal of a lesbian couple marrying, the episode attracted some controversy across the United States, of course. Um, naturally. <laughs> stupid. But two network affiliates refused to air the episode. It was KJAC-TV in Porter Arthur, Texas, and WLIO in Lima, Ohio. So those two networks decided they didn't want to air Ohio, WTF! Yeah. Whatever. You guys suck. Um, But their reasoning, they said, was citing objectionable content, although the decision drew little past press, and um, partly due to it was the... I'm not reading this right. Sorry. Um, The decision drew little press attention. Excuse me. Partly due to a small size of the markets in question and gay and lesbian groups, notably GLAAD, decried the censorship of the episode. So we had a lot of, um, you know, I wouldn't say protesting per se, but, um, you know, going in and being like, no, this is fine. Stop it. And a lot of the other networks were like, yeah, this is not a big deal. So whatever. Um, While the episode was one of the first mainstream portrayals of a gay marriage on U.S. television, it was actually the second gay marriage on a sitcom that that season. The show Roseanne had aired an episode five weeks before, and in which the title character coordinated a wedding for her co-worker Leon and and his his lover Scott. Uh, The New York Times claimed the biggest news about the wedding and Friends was that it was almost no news at all. I love it. Yeah. Sweet. I love it. Um... So this is a very interesting fact that I was like, really? Like, wow. Okay, so the fact that Carol and Susan's ceremony was officiated by Candace Gingrich. I can never say that name. Gingrich. um, She is a gay rights activist and sister to conservative congressman Newt Gingrich. And it did draw some immediate attention as the casting was perceived as a comment on the Republican Party's anti-gay rights and um, the contract with the with America platform. So that's really cool. So if we, if you remember, uh, the lady who officiated the wedding um, is a sister to Republican Party Newt Gingrich, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Is was he okay with it? Um, it doesn't say. I don't know, but I'm going to assume it was he was not. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he was because like you can have different opinions on different things no matter what party you're in so whatever I don't know for sure but I'm going to assume that that's not the case um, and then people were saying in this, in this um, thing here that it, she was trying to show something like she was trying to make a point here so I don't think that they agreed at right, all Right. using your platform so, man that's pretty cool but yeah I thought that was really cool that she was able to do that and you know they casted her for that it was really cool um this is also an interesting fact here a writer with associated press noted in an article that week that the ceremony would not include a kiss by the newlyweds including the episode as part of an observed trend of portrayals of gay characters while skirting controversy by avoiding or minimizing physical contact so if you do notice they do not show you know, you may kiss the bride or anything like that. They don't even show the full ceremony, if we're, you know, if I'm not mistaken. 
So they don't show any type of physical content, although they do show some hugging and some um, like really close contact when they're taking pictures on the dance floor and stuff. So, I mean, not exactly where we want to be, but yeah, they on purpose had to do like no kissing or whatever. So, meh, whatever. Um, and this, go ahead. I did. I just thought of this now. I super appreciate that they called it a marriage, because back then, like people would be like, "It's a civil union." I mean, even like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it literally. The term marriage became a thing the year we got married. Right. For everybody. Yeah. Because, like, I believe in Ohio. Initially, when we were planning our wedding, we were gonna have to get married in a different state. And then Ohio would recognize it. And Ohio would recognize it if we got married in a state that allowed it. So we would, like, have a ceremony, but it would just be, like, a commitment ceremony in front of our friends and family. And then we were going to have to do a courthouse wedding. We were going to go to Chicago, I think. We could have gone to Chicago or New York. Those were the two closest. So, like, we would have had to have a commitment ceremony that literally did nothing legally. And then celebrated it and then on our own we were gonna have to do like a weekend trip to chicago to actually get married like legally and many many months leading up to that there was a lot of talk of like civil unions being allowed in ohio because ohio did not want to call it a marriage yeah because a marriage is between a man and a woman according to some of those politicians but but, like, super good on them for just being like, we're I, getting married. I appreciated that this a lot. This is our wedding. For it being from the 90s. That's what I'm saying. That's awesome that they called it a marriage. These I, people I are agree. great people. With you. Yeah. But go yep. on. Mom yep. my soapbox. But, yeah, fun fact. We were, no. we almost no. had to yeah. have a courthouse wedding. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember you guys telling me all about that in the months coming in. And, and then it was literally the summer before we got married that it passed nationwide. Yep. Yep. So. Love you, babe. Love ya. Stop it. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, okay. So the episode was it was the highest rated television program of the week. And it reached 31.6 million viewers. Wow. Awesome sauce. <clears throat> yeah. Dang. Okay. Um, this episode attracted mild controversy and censorship as a result of its portrayal of same-sex marriage. We talked about that already. Apologies. I don't know why we read that. Okay. This is the first on-screen wedding of the series. Neato. Oh. Um, in one scene, Rachel jokes that if her mother wants, wanted to be like her, why didn't she just copy her hairstyle? <laughs> it is reference to the Rachel haircut, which was actually very popular then. Um, and also, fun fact, which I may have mentioned before, but I don't know, Jennifer Aniston secretly hated that haircut. She absolutely could not stand it, which I found hilarious because at that time, that haircut was exploding. Like, everyone wanted the Rachel. That's so, so funny. I don't think it's that cute. Like, it's fine. I mean, but it's not like. Honestly, the only time cute. where I think it's super duper cute is when it's up and, like, it's up. Like, she yeah. has it, like, in a. A twisty whatever. Like a messy bun. Like, yeah, like yeah. that, whereas I think it's like, it's really cute. But like when it's down, like it's nice, but like, eh, like I I probably wouldn't, it's too, it's too choppy. Like I feel like yeah. everything yeah. would be hanging out. 
just drive me nuts. But anyway, <clears throat> um, the uncut DVD version includes extra lines, such as Mrs. Green asking if there's any pot and suggesting she could get a Chandler. <laughs> Those were so funny. Why? They always, always the best lines. Oh, it's always so funny. Dumb. I hate when they do that. See, this is why I watch the DVDs. Right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the music playing when Monica pushes Ben down the aisle is Trumpet Voluntary by Jeremiah Clark. And the background music when Carol and Susan dance together is Strangers in the Night, sung by Frank Sinatra, in case anyone <gasps> wanted to know. Good choice, madam. I love that song. Um, Phoebe, as Mrs. Edelman, mentions Soupy Sales. Soupy Sales was an American comedian and actor, best known for her child's television show, Lunch with Soupy Sales, from 1953 to 1996, or 1966. <laughs> 1996. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's funny. I did not know about that. Yep. Uh, we have a few goofs here in this one. Um, when Ross closes the apartment door after Phoebe enters, the sound of a door closing is heard, but the next shot opens, shows the door open partly. So, oh my god. Yeah. They do a lot of weird things like this. I don't know. Um, at the beginning of the episode, when Ross, Carol, and Susan are talking, the toddler playing Ben changes midway through their conversation. <laughs> Ooh, awkward. I believe they were twins playing that same part or something. So I wonder if like one of them was getting fussy or something and they just switched it. Yeah. Switched them or That's something. Pretty like maybe that was. Yeah. Pretty common, like you right, because Kate and Ashley. Hopefully, one of them is being tolerant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Days of Our Lives is shot in Burbank, California. However, one could argue that the real world Days of Our Lives doesn't feature Dr. Drake Ramore either. So this is clearly a duel that is filmed in New York. <laughs> um, <laughs> because yeah, like we obviously know. Yes, it is a real show, but. No, Joey doesn't play in the real show. So, like, they had to do some. I was actually going to ask. I was going to ask if he, like, did a guest appearance or something to, like, make the storyline flow properly or no. I I don't think he did. I never heard that that actually happened. So, I think it's just, like, the TV show. That would have been funny. I really enjoyed seeing seeing them all see Joey on TV for the first time and, like, seeing his excitement. Like, he was just so proud to be on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that storyline because that was right? really cool seeing him, like, be so excited and seeing the friends being so excited because even Rachel, like, ran in because she's, like, coming from work and she's like, did I miss it? Did I miss it? Right. And, like, they're very supportive of him and that was really cool. It's really fun to watch. Totally. They're all very good friends to each other. They can also be total assholes to each other. But for the most part, they're very good friends to each other. Very much so. Um, and this last goof here is um, Monica, when Monica's rushing the food preparation in the second kitchen scene, a jar of herbs appear in her hand and then it vanishes in the next shot, even though she hasn't moved. <gasps> She's a witch. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but yeah, those are all the facts I have. I have. I was excited to talk about these because these it's a really... Um, Interesting episode for the times, so so it was kind of fun. I like it. Yeah. Yup. Do you have any what's hypothesis? next? Hypotheses. Yeah. Do you have any want to pull mine up that I did write down? Thanks, Chrissy. Um. You're welcome. Well, I guess we can go back to the whole. Chandler's gonna get married first, and 
Phoebe is going to get married last. But besides that, um, I don't know. I just like, I'm just waiting for this whole Ross and Rachel thing to happen again. And I feel like it's coming soon. I just feel like this was a turning point in Ross. And I feel like maybe now he's going to have closure and he'll really be able to fully give his attention to a proper relationship. I'm going to snowball off of that and go from Rachel's side. And mine was maybe seeing how Ross handled this and, like, seeing how he stepped up. Like, not even just, like, as a friend or a partner to Carol, but, like, just as a decent human being. That that might make her be, like, more, like, how do I... How do I... figure this out of how to forgive him because I do love him or, like, I do love what he just did or whatever. I'm hoping this is a contributing factor to that storyline progressing to where it it goes somehow, some way, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. I I feel like this was a big growth episode for her, too, like we Mm -hmm. said before. So, like... They're both on the path of growth. The fact, the fact that this episode seemed to be so essential to both of their growths separately, separately, makes me believe that that will bring them together soon. Oh man, mm. I gotta high five mm. us for that. That feels good. Mm, I like it. Are we doing another one? I almost hit you in the face. Um, (laughs) And I just, you know, I'm holding out hope for Chan Chan. Chan Chan! He's got to get a girlfriend soon. He's got to get a girlfriend soon. Chan Chan, man. I feel your awkwardness on such a deep, profound level. He is so (laughs) awkward. Like, I love it, but I feel it. Yeah. Feel it. Can yep. you feel it, Mr. Krabs? I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. What what movie is that from? A movie I haven't seen, Love Actually. We watched it together. I don't remember. Oh my god. Sorry. Alright, anyway, that's all I got. That's all she wrote. That's <laughs> <laughs> all she wrote. Oh, but it's my turn again. So, I don't know if anybody knows this, but you can find us on Facebook at Friends Watching Friends Podcast. Get out! And we also have a Facebook group called Friends Watching we Friends do? Podcast Group. And that's where Chrissy what? pulls all of the discussions from every week about the previous episode. She posts a little post in our little group. She posts and a little And all the little people comment on our little post with their little ideas. Their big ideas and thoughts so you can also follow us on instagram at friends watching friends pod and you could support us if you are so willing at patreon.com forward slash friends watching friends pod that gives you access to our discord channel it gives you access to a bonus episode it gives you access to spoiler hangout with chrissy it gives you access to supporting us because you love us You love the pod, and you love us, and we would appreciate it if you were so inclined. 
But if you can't, yes, that is also fine, too. Yeah, just the fact yes. that you have us in your yes. ears is pretty phenomenal. So, yeah. thank you. For Rizzle, thank you. That's all yeah. I got. Cool. Yeah. Good. Hey, guys. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say that Chrissy was just like, this is my favorite, this is my favorite. I get why. Awesome. Good I get why, too. I, I mean, I... I like Get it. out of here, six point whatever. Oh my god, I liked it. <laughs> There's so many episodes, and I'm nervous that I'm getting too many. Babe, I'm just giving you a hard time. <sighs> I liked it. Go away. <laughs> All right, Chrissy. Um, <laughs> let's go hang out. Uh, yeah. You guys, want to get some coffee? Yeah, I want to get a London fog. Well, good, because uh, me and Chrissy are hanging so out, good. and you're going somewhere else, so... <laughs> Fine. I'll go to our favorite coffee shop all by myself, and you guys can find a new spot. Uh, I mean, no. we'll go there, but then we'll sit at opposite tables. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just I'll go through the drive-thru with a mask on. Yep. Stay safe out there, peeps. Yep. It's getting there. Actually, it's not really, but, I mean, the end is near, kind of, uh, I don't know. Just I, don't, I really don't know. No one knows. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but on that note, caffeine! Yeah! Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya! Okay, now, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. Alright, I'm good. This is phase. Go. Ready. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Friends Watching Friends. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 <laughs>